Hi guys, welcome to Parks and Rec episode number 7. I'm Chris. I'm Yanni. And thank you for joining us again with our continued coverage of this year, 2022's Halloween Horror Nights 31. Every day is Halloween! Every day is Halloween, especially when you live down in Orlando and no day is Halloween because it's absolutely gross. It's wonderful to actually get to go to the theme parks and have that Halloween experience, so really trying to make this last as long as possible without completely just talking about Halloween every day. But next couple episodes definitely will be more Halloween Horror Nights related. Uh, we already talked about our favorite scare zones. And today we're talking about what? Our favorite drinks. Specialty drinks. Specialty drinks. Not including beer. Oh, I, I have a beer on mine. Oh no! You have been bamboozled. Why? Why can't I talk about beer? I thought we were doing a separate thing for beer. I mean, there's only so many beers. There's, there's quite a bit this year. There's like... a few. Well, we'll talk about it when we get into the list. <laughs> um, there's plenty of different little mini kitchens or kiosks or food booths, whatever you want to call them, located around Universal Studios that are open throughout the event. Um, events still going on. We're only halfway through September, so we still have the rest of this month and all of October. So definitely trying to get this out there early enough for you to maybe plan around it and let you know what you should be looking forward to drinking and maybe what you should be staying away from. But you did the legwork, you did the research. How many specialty drinks are there this year? Um, are we including beer or no? We're not including <laughs> <Okay>. beer. beer. <laughs> I've been bamboozled. Uh, there are 11. So 11 different specialty drinks. And by specialty drinks, mean like all just mixed drinks, cocktails, punches, things like that. Um, there are one, two, three, four, five different specialty beers or ciders. So we'll talk about those as well, maybe sprinkled and peppered throughout. We'll see how this winds up going, because apparently different wavelengths. Uh, you never said we were doing beer. <laughs> you didn't it's, even We're talking me. about our favorite Halloween Horror Nights drinks. That's one of them. One of them is a beer. <laughs> For me, at least. I don't know if it affects your list or your rankings at uh, all. Wait, hold on. Is it? Is it? Is it? You can, gonna, you, you can you can talk about it. <laughs> is it in the shape of a pumpkin for you? Yes. Okay. You know, that might actually change my list. Well, you don't bit. have to change your list. <laughs> um, but if you want to, that's fine. Um, like we said, 11 different specialty drinks all available throughout the park. And a lot of the drinks are kind of one-offs at each one of the kiosks. A lot of the stuff, though, like the beers and some of the other ones that we'll be talking about, they do have at specialty like drink tents throughout the park too. So not everything is you have to go to one spot to get it. You have multiple chances as you're going through. And I think some of those will be ones that we actually wind up talking about today. But the biggest thing that I do want to make sure that we talk about and stress is the fact that you have the ability to buy what Universal fans refer to as the Blinky Cup. The Blinky Cup. This is a 20-ounce cup, uh, plastic. It has... Blinking LED lights on the bottom of it. It's emblazoned with the Halloween Horror Nights logo. Um, the cup itself with the first drink is $15.49, which isn't a bad price for something that's a souvenir plus a drink. Uh, biggest thing to note, though, is the pours for the Blinky Cup or your souvenir refill are 20 ounces. Compared to the 16 or 12? Uh, if you just go up to one of those kiosks and order a drink, it's going to be eleven forty nine. dollars for the pour and it's only 12 ounces so by getting the blinking cup you're getting an extra eight ounces and if you're getting a refill of one of those drinks it's the same price as that 12 ounce pour so you're actually saving you know four dollars give or take uh, on your drinks which if you're going multiple times 
and you're like us where you want to try a bunch of different things if you want to sample stuff if you have a favorite drink that you want to keep getting it's it seems weird to say it's worth it because you're still no matter what you're still spending money on overpriced (laughs) drinks and alcohol but it's part of the fun you know it's part of the theme it's part of what gets us excited to go each year and get going back it's the liquid courage for some people, or you could just be like me and have no fear of death and be like, whatever, chainsaws. It's fine. But why don't you start us off? What's your number five? Uh, well, now that I know we're doing beer, okay, um, it is a beer drink. Okay. And, and I think I'm sorry my... if you hear clicking because I'm going to pull up some of this stuff as we're talking about it because there's no one spot that actually has all of the menus or the ingredients in the drinks. So some of the stuff we're going to just be researching on the fly. So sorry for the clicky-clacky Google foo as you're listening. Just think of it as like ASMR. You're part of it. Are you going to like do some No, I was thinking <laughs> I was thinking about it, but I'm like, no, that's gross. <laughs> All right, so what's your number five drink? Okay, hold on, hold on. I'm trying to see if maybe you're... No, hold on, I need the name. <laughs> well, I have the names. Don't, I'm just covering up my list so you can't copy it. What? Wow, I have my list. Thank you very much. Uh, let's see. Let's see. The whole hog. Okay. Pumpkin ale yeah. is my number five. Uh, this is actually one of the ones that's on my list as well. This is a little bit higher up for me, but I'll talk about it now because this is going to be my number two. Wow. Um, yeah, it's an absolutely fantastic pumpkin beer. Um, I have my favorite pumpkin beer. It's going to be Southern Tears Pumpkin. I absolutely love it. Uh, but this is absolutely fantastic. Uh, it's a pumpkin ale with pumpkin pie spices, so cinnamon, nutmeg, and real pumpkin, perfectly balanced, and a sweet, fully enveloping pumpkin ale. And that's according to Whole Hog themselves. Uh, 7%, if you want to know what the ABV is on that. If you're someone like my friend Paul from Bag and Board, uh, it's 38 IBUs, if that's something that actually matters and makes sense to you. Um, I absolutely love this drink, and I think it's wonderful that they have a pumpkin beer on the menu, because... That just screams fault me. Like, I love this time of year. Every time I go to the beer store, I try to get a different pumpkin beer to bring home and try and sample. Um, you can hear a lot about those on my other podcast, Bag and Board with my two best friends. John and Paul. John and Paul. Uh, I'm really glad that you brought up pumpkin because I like um, the whole hog better than... Really? Yeah. So the biggest difference between the whole hog and pumpkin is pumpkin is an imperial. So it's a little bit of a heavier drinker. Um, They both scream autumn at me though. Mm -hmm. Like They're both just ripe with those big fall pumpkin spice flavors. I think both of these are fantastic additions to have at your, you know, Halloween autumn fall party. But I, I like that the whole hog pumpkin's just there and I can get it and I probably get one every single night that we go. It's refreshing. I, I don't check into it on, on tap that much because I know it's something that I'm just going to keep drinking and it's a lot to just check into a beer that I'm like, yeah, this is going to be refreshing after going through a haunted house trying to beat the heat, beat the humidity. I'm actually kind of glad that uh, we could include that one. Oh, well, remember when you gave me a lot of guff <laughs> well, about talking well, about beers? We, mm. Well, here's the thing. Like, I was having trouble finding, like, a top five out of these drinks. Because most of these drinks, they're okay. I don't think that they come up to, like, my top five. Like, honestly, I feel like most of these are, like, tied for six or seven. Because I cannot okay. remember most of them. No, that's fine. A lot of them, I feel like they 
wanted to try a different type of alcohol and try to make something based around it. And then they're like, okay, we have a drink now. There are definitely a lot more standouts for me. Mm-hmm. And there's like some that I forget about. Uh, but my number five is actually going to be a returning drink from last year. And this is going to be the Bog Slime 2, the sequel. They had this one last year, and I was not a fan of it at all. I think we had it twice. And the first time I had it, I was not a fan. And then the second time I had it, it was just to try it again to make sure that uh, it was, you know, maybe just not something that was off. Maybe something that I didn't get a good batch of. No, I just did not like it. Uh, but Bog Slime 2, it's back this year. Uh, Bog Slime is New Amsterdam vodka, matcha cumin syrup, lime juice, and honeydew syrup. And this year, it's much more honeydew melon forward definitely get a lot more of that melon sweetness and i i really enjoyed this one i think last year it was a lot more matcha because it was kind of like a more bitter it, yeah, it almost was like a gin drink and i don't really enjoy gin but you, you still don't care for it though uh actually when i was ranking i thought we were ranking all of them this one came up to my, like number 10 Okay. Number 10 or number 9, I don't remember. Wow, there's other ones that I would have put lower than that. But. Oh, there's definitely stuff in there that I was like, ooh. <laughs> so what's your number 4 going to be then? My number 4 is going to be the Burning Skull. That's my number 4 as well, so we both get to talk about this Woo! one. Cool. Um, I will say this is the coolest souvenir cup. This one's weird because the souvenir cup is separate from the blinky cup. Yeah, this one, it's not like you can get your souvenir cup refilled because this one has its own specialty class, which looks like a giant crystal skull, almost like, you know, Dan Aykroyd's crystal skull vodka. It is super cool. It is definitely the coolest of the souvenir cups. I'm trying to trying to open up the ingredients on this one. But also this one's separate, so you have to pay like an additional $15 to get the souvenir cup on top of the already $15 if you get the other one. Yeah. Uh, This one is tequila, lime juice, simple syrup, mango nectar, shaken and served in a light-up molded skull cup, or you can just get the regular pour. But the fun thing to note, too, this one, it doesn't call for it on the menu, but it actually comes with a popsicle popsicle on the inside of it, too, which was, was a fun little... Surprise. Um, definitely refreshing. Definitely refreshing. It's like a, a mango popsicle, and then it had like the tahine seasoning on it, so it gives it that little bit of spicy bite. Um, I will say, every time we've gone past the Dia de los Muertos kitchen, it's always had a bit of a line. The night that we went there, they were moving very, very slow. So we had ordered the drinks, and then we had ordered... Uh, the tamale. The tamale. And then we were sitting around waiting for the food, and we wound up just eating the popsicles while we were waiting. So it was a nice kind of like buffer. I yeah, guess? it was a nice little like gap filler. Um, but definitely be warned: this is a very slow-moving kitchen. It's very good. I would say like the tamale was very good. I don't know if it's worth the wait though. Yeah, there's definitely some of the other stuff that they had on the menu looked pretty good too. It's somewhere that I wouldn't mind going back. And it's been maybe about a week since we did have this one. Um, Again, you know, be safe. We didn't drink all of these in one visit. Uh, If you follow us along on our Instagram, we'll always put up what we're eating and drinking each night. Just kind of fun to keep you guys engaged. But we've definitely had all of these over the past, like, week and a half of our visits. 
Yeah, don't drink 11 cocktails in one night, please. Yeah. Unless you're sharing them with, like, five people. Yeah, don't be a hero. Um, but, yeah, Burning Skull is actually my number four, too. And I'm glad I get to have this one now. I used to have, like, a tequila allergy. If I had anything that had tequila in it, it would make me feel start or start to feel gross, sick to my stomach. Um, I've gotten over that within the last, like, two years, though. So now I get to have stuff that has tequila in it or has been aged in tequila barrels or has agave in it it's it's great i understand why people like margaritas now it's fantastic <laughs> oh this is like foreshadowing for my first drink done 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 um but i'm gonna jump ahead i'm gonna go into my number three now because i think you started everything and i just kind of piggybacked off of it mm-hmm. um but my next one is actually going to be the pumpkin ginger snap punch oh my gosh mine too Sting. Um, again, this is Meyer's Dark Rum, Pumpkin Puree, Ginger, and Cinnamon Syrup. Um, I really enjoyed this. And when we first got it, and this is available in, like, the Sweets Revenge Scare Zone area at one of the kitchens over there. Um, this is basically Halloween in a glass. It's Halloween in a glass. And as much as I love the whole hog pumpkin ale, this is kind of what I imagined pumpkin juice to taste like from Harry Potter. I think this is better than the actual pumpkin juice that you can get if you go to the Wizarding World. Um, similar flavor profile, but it has a lot more ginger on it, and this one also has rum in it, so it's a little bit more alcoholic. But when I tried to make pumpkin juice for myself at home years ago, mm-hmm. uh, I wish I had known this recipe because I would have tried to make it this way. Instead, I just wound up using like pumpkin puree and apple cider and like spices. Mm-hmm. Came out okay. Not great, yeah. but I, I guess the secret is dark rum. I gotta put dark rum in everything. Dark rum! What do you think? Okay, well no, I was just thinking like pumpkin juice because you get the whiskey, like the fireball. The, the fire whiskey. The fire whiskey? Mm-hmm. And then you kind of like, you do the little shot and then you pour it into your pumpkin juice and that kind of gives it like the alcoholic thing. Because pumpkin juice is not alcoholic. Yeah, pumpkin juice is not alcoholic. It's just like a specialty drink that you can buy. It's all like pre-bottled. It's good, but it's not what I wanted it to be. And if you ask for it, they won't put a shot of fire whiskey in the pumpkin juice. You have to order everything separately. Um, I think... The whiskey and the pumpkin juice is good because it does give it that boom cinnamon heat. Mm-hmm. But I think the rum just adds an overall nice sweetness to mm-hmm. it. Yeah, that's yes. that's absolutely fantastic. It was delicious. I loved it. So I already talked about my number two, which was the whole hog pumpkin ale. But what's yours going to be? Mine is going to be Save Your Tears. Okay. See, I didn't put this on my list because I knew you were going to be talking about it. Oh, really? It, so, yeah. <laughs> oh, I love Save Your Tears. Um, based on the name, you can probably guess it's the weekend drink. <laughs> it is. Uh, I'm pulling up the menu for this one now. Uh, where's this one available while I'm pulling everything up? Uh, this one is going to be right by Central Park, the main bar, I would call it, right in the mm-hmm. center of the park. And that is the only place you can get it. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. So... I will read the little description now. Uh, it mixes bourbon, peach, brandy, and single-pressed lemon juice, agave nectar, and bitters. And it's topped with boba! 
peach boba. Yeah, it's got peach boba in it. Um, this one actually almost made my list, but because I knew you were going to be talking about it, I kind of didn't want to throw it on mine, too, because mm-hmm. I didn't want all of our lists to be the same. And that's part of why I was like, oh, let's, we can do top five, just so there wasn't too much crossover. Because uh-huh. I know number one's probably going to be the same for both of us, too. Oh, yes. Okay. <laughs> good to know. Um, I'll start to pull that one up. But this is actually like, really good, and it does have a really nice like peach flavor to it. Yeah, this one's it's very sweet, so if you don't like sweet drinks, you will not like this. Um, my aunt actually went with us one night. And she did not like this one. Um, but I definitely think it's it's super good. So we also went with your two younger cousins who are not allowed to drink. They're not of age. They shouldn't be drinking. But they kept smelling my drink because they wanted to see what it smelled like. Yeah, that was weird. The entire night they were like, what does this smell like? It's like it's it smells like juice. They do a very good job of making them smell like juice. This is not juice. Please do not drink it as it's juice. Uh, But with with the Savior Tears, I held it up, and Nathan's the older one? Nathan's the older one, yes. Uh, He took a sip, he's like, oh, peach. And I was like, yeah, actually, it's it's peach. Um, Good on you, kid. Um, Ooh, I'm going to wind up bookmarking this website, because hauntvault.com has uh, drink recipes. Ooh. Save for, this is HHN twenty nine, but some of them might be the same. So hey, cool. Save that for later, me. Um, but yeah, we're gonna get into our our number one now, which okay. we kind of both discussed already. Yeah. Go ahead, start it up. All right. So I uh, remember when you said that you were glad that you weren't allergic to tequila anymore because you could drink like tequila based drinks mm-hmm. and you're like yes this is like good because i can enjoy these without like having any side effects um well uh this one i am definitely allergic to uh get a rash every single time that i drink this one and i will still willingly drink this one because it is so good and it is gold juice yeah gold juice making its return from last year it was part of the HHN 30 drink lineup. And this is one that we had multiple times, like sometimes every single night we would get a couple of them. Uh, this is also Myers Dark Rum, Cherry Brandy, Simple Syrup, Mango Nectar, Lime Juice, Pimento Bitters, and it's served over ice. And it it slaps, as the kids say. Like, <laughs> I, I really dig this one. And I knew this was going to have to be on my list, even though you were going to be putting on yours. And I know I said... I avoided putting the Savior Tears on the list. Oh, okay. But I I can't not put this at number one because this is absolutely fantastic. It is so good. If any of them taste like juice, this one definitely tastes like just yummy juice. And it's, oh, it's so good. It is so good. So we kind of discussed it a little bit. Um, what would you recommend avoiding? Like... There's a drink on any of the menus that are like, oh, this might sound good. You might like the name. You might like the picture of it. Stay away from it, though. Um, there are definitely some this year that I just is kind of like, I'll t- I took a sip either from your cup or I, I had a sip from like someone else. And I was just like, no. Um, but mine, I don't actually know the real name of it because we can't find it anywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is definitely going to be the Circus Peanut Revenge. Okay. 
uh, that was one of the one that I was gonna be talking about, but I can definitely talk about one Another. of the other ones. Okay. Um, this actually isn't listed on any of the menus that you see like distributed by Universal. It's not going to be on any of the like Disney or Universal News websites. This is actually going to be from the Kids Zone, like mm-hmm. pizza company right. place. Um, but yeah, this is the Circus Peanuts Revenge, and this is a peanut butter whiskey with lime juice and like ginger ale. And thinking about it, I was like, okay, I like all of those things. I'll give this a shot. Oh, and also it's topped with an actual Circus Peanut candy. It is. It is, yeah. Um, it, this, again, it, it works in parts, but as a whole, I, I did not like this. And this was maybe like the first drink that I had that I was like, Maybe I don't need to finish this, but again, you know. Oh, it's spe- called the Revenge of the Circus. Revenge Peanuts. of the Circus. I, my apologies. Um, I, I could not just get into it, and I was just drinking it because I had spent my eleven fifty on it. Yeah, no, it it was. Um, this one's a pass. Um, I think you made a made it known that I made a face when I drank it. Mm-hmm. Um, I did not feel myself making a face, but I. I know that I made a face because this was not, this was not good. This is not good. Um, for me, the one that I'm going to say, you might be intrigued by it. Okay. But stay away. is actually going to be the Salween Shocker. Really? Yeah. And <gasps> the reason being is, I can't, I'm trying to type it in. Um, Yes, this drink fulfills what it's saying it's going to be, but it's also kind of overshadowed by what it is. Um, this Samhain Shocker, it's a mixture of absinthe and chartreuse, which is absolutely delicious, both of those drinks. But chartreuse just has this like big herbal like spice to it mm-hmm. that overshadows anything that you mix it with mm-hmm. years ago john and i tried making mixed drinks using chartreuse and we realized like it doesn't matter how little you put into a drink it, you'll always you, taste, you taste that more than anything yeah um so drinking this i was just like oh yeah this is great it tastes like chartreuse but i am shocked that you picked this one honestly. but that's the thing because uh just found it right here it's absinthe and green chartreuse with single pressed lemon juice and simple syrup served over ice just if you want to drink with chartreuse in it, just go buy a bottle of chartreuse and drink that because that that's all this tasted like. Yeah, like there's no it, absinthe it on it. It didn't have any mm-hmm. of that like dark, like black licorice taste to it. It just tasted like chartreuse over ice with with some water there to thin it out. I am shocked because like you when we ate at this booth, like you were like really into it. It's I liked it because it was a chartreuse drink, but literally like walking around with it, I was like just buy a bottle of chartreuse for at home. And if I did, I would never have to get that drink again. Cause... I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I'm i not the biggest chartreuse person. That's why this one, like, kind of is in the middle for me. I definitely, like, I liked it more than the Circus Peanut one for sure. But I don't, I am shocked. Uh, there, there's more forgettable ones, I think, on the list. Stuff like the Tinseltown Terror. Yes. Um electric death like those aren't bad drinks i don't think any of the drinks besides the circus revenge of the circus peanuts is actively bad and even then the circus peanut drink it is what it says it is yes 
it's just like that flavor combination of everything together is just kind of like this doesn't work but i should like it because i like all of these things um you do like peanut butter whiskey i love peanut butter whiskey it's delicious (laughs) all right guys so i am back and we had a little bit of a snafu while we were recording because we actually had a power outage luckily audacity is great about saving your progress even if you haven't saved it so we were able to recover the episode but I'm actually now recording the next day. Yanni's asleep, but I did want to deliver on something we had talked about at the beginning of the episode, uh, which was actually the craft beers that they also have available. Uh, you heard us talk about one of them uh, as one of our top five favorite drinks with the whole hog pumpkin ale. But also at a lot of the uh, drink tents around the park, they do have three other beers that are readily available on tap. Uh, they have Keel and Curly's Pecan Pie Cider, they have Hacker Shores, Oktoberfest, and Rogue Bat Squatch Hazy IPA. So they have a little bit of something for everybody available. Um, I think they're all great standout drinkable beers. Also, while you're at Universal Studios, they do have the Duff Gardens Pavilion open if you want to get a Duff, or you can get Duff, Duff Light, Duff Dry, or if you want to head into the Wizarding World of Harry Potter, you're able to go over there too and you get something like the Witch's Brew or the Dragon Scale. So they do have a lot of options. And one of the other beers that I think I've actually probably had more than the Whole Hog Pumpkin Ale is actually coming from Voodoo Brewing. They have the Lacto Cooler available. And this is definitely themed after the uh, late 80s, early 90s High C Ecto Cooler. Uh, this is actually canned. This isn't available on tap, but the can's re- very reminiscent uh, of Ecto Cooler. It's a lot more lime-flavored than it is that orange tangerine of the Ecto Cooler, but it definitely hits you in the nostalgia nerve. Uh, And ultimately, I think it's a great addition to the park. So in addition to just the regular beers that you're able to get at Universal Studios, you have yourself a Berliner, you have a delicious cider, a pumpkin ale, an Oktoberfest, and a hazy IPA, which I have no complaints about any of those. If you're someone that's not as adventurous, you can also get cans of Bud Light or Modelo available too. But, you know, this is a chance for you to try something different if it's, you know, your first time actually having access to some of these beers. I highly recommend checking them out as well. Uh, Definitely in line with theme park pricing, something we always talk about here, where you're looking at about $10.25 for a can if you're getting something like the Voodoo Brewing Lacto Cooler. But if you're getting one of the pours, this is something you can also get in your refillable uh, Blinky Cup for $11.49 for a 20-ounce pour. So definitely recommend that if you're someone that doesn't want to get any of the, the specialty cocktails. They definitely have you covered on the beer front. But that's it. Uh, hopefully we're able to turn you guys on to some of your new favorite holiday seasonal drinks over at Universal for Halloween Horror Nights. Uh, next episode is probably going to be all about our favorite foods. So look forward to that. Listen in. Uh, if there's anything you do want to hear us talk about, make sure you email us over at baggingboardcast at gmail.com, or you can comment on any of our social media posts or DM on us on anything, and we'll listen. We'll get back to you. We like to interact. So thanks for checking out. Uh, on behalf of Yanni, who's sleeping, and myself, uh, you guys have a spooky night. <laughs>